thanks for joining us for another episode of Revisiting Roseanne, an episode-by-episode look at the original series, Roseanne. Please like, comment, subscribe, all that jazz. I promise, I'll love you forever. Here we go. Episode 3, Divorce. Season 1, Episode 3. First, I gotta put this out there. I completely neglected in episode two to mention that corn was mentioned right at the end, about 17 minutes in, uh, when Roseanne comes home with the groceries in the bag that she brought from with the perfume and puts it under the sink. Dan's helping her get the groceries out of the shopping bag. And she says, I bought you corn. So that's there. So, so far, two for two in the corn department. So episode three, we open up, Roseanne's giving DJ a haircut in the kitchen. She's talking to Jackie about how she's going on a date night with Dan tonight. Dan comes in and he's exhausted from work. He tries to get out of it. He tries everything under the sun, trying to pull everything. And uh, Roseanne's not having it because even when he brings up the fact of money, that the restaurant might be a little expensive, not Roseanne's got that coverage because she's got a coupon. So we cut to Dan and Roseanne getting ready in their bathroom, in their bedroom, whatnot. Um, Jackie, of course, is late, as per usual, uh, to babysit the kids. So ultimately, they're forced to leave Becky in charge because uh, without that, they wouldn't be going out, and Roseanne's not having it. So Becky's in charge, and if anything happens to Becky, Darlene's in charge, and she's quick to tell DJ. Uh, yes, if both your sisters are dead, then DJ, you're in charge. And I have to have to mention that the word drunken slut gets dropped a couple times in that, uh, in that opening scene, which I just love. So we get to the restaurant. Roseanne continues to try to get Dan to dance with her, but Dan, of course, declines. Then they spot a friend of theirs, Patsy, with someone other than her husband. Patsy comes over to the table and starts mentioning how her and Bob, I believe, got divorced. After Patsy walks away, Dan and Roseanne start in with each other. Let's listen. That's her, isn't it? Yeah, but that ain't Bob. No kidding. Who do you suppose it is? Oh, come on. It's so obvious that's her lover. Can you believe she brought them here? They probably got a coupon. <laughs> well, when I have an affair, I always go to the no-tail motel. Me too. Well, I've never seen you there. Oh, I'm there all the time. <laughs> Me too. Maybe we should carpool. <laughs> I love how they just sit there and just talk shit to each other. And it's all love. It's all jokes. You know, and it's just, I love it. I love it. I love it. Next, we pop into the house, check on the kids, see what the kids are up to, and the kids are doing what they do. Uh, there, we get the mention of corn in the third episode when Darlene mentions uh, popcorn, that they're going to try cooking the popcorn on the heating pad because they're not allowed to cook. Roseanne made it very clear, no cooking, so they're going to try to cook it on a heating pad. Becky, of course, says it's not going to work, and it's not going to work, but... They're willing to give it a shot because they want popcorn. In the midst of all this, the phone rings. 
and Dad aren't here. I know that. <laughs> Hello? Um, they can't come to the phone right now. Um, they're in the shower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, both of them. Oh, about two more hours. Yeah, okay. Thanks. Bye. Who is that? I don't know. I remember this being an issue back in the day. You know, back before everybody had cell phones, back before even there were cell phones. You know, if you were home alone and phone rang, if you even answered it, because we did have an answer machine, you're supposed to wait for the answer machine to pick up and see who it was before you answered the phone. But if you were to answer the phone, you definitely don't say that your parents aren't home. You know, so it's just funny that <laughs> Darlene's excuse was they're both in the shower and they're going to be in the shower for the next two hours. It's just ridiculous. I remember one time I got home from school and I used to get home from school probably, I don't know, maybe like half hour or so, hour before my parents got home from work. So I had the keys to let myself in, lock the door, not allowed to go outside, not allowed to go play, stay in the house, obviously no cooking, no doing anything, start doing your homework. And uh, if anybody calls and you answer the phone, don't say we're not home. I, of course, answered the phone and somebody asked if my mom was home and I was like, oh, she's busy, da 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 And they, you know, they kind of kept going and back and forth and pretty much I eventually was like, yeah, they're not home. So then the, the guy started going off about how, you know, how old am I? Why am I home alone? Da 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 da, da. So I got a little upset because I was young. I don't even know. I, I was probably like my daughter's age and I would never leave my daughter home alone. But this is, you know, back in the day, this is in the late 80s. So things were a little different back then. But I remember saying my, my parents came home after I hung up the phone. Da, 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 da. And, uh, you know, I told them what happened, told my mom what happened. And she <laughs> I had no idea who the guy even was. I don't even know. So, but eventually he called back and my mom was like, oh, did you call my house early and speak to my son? And he said, yes. She flipped her shit, went off on this dude. Who the fuck do you think you are? Don't you ever fucking call here again? Don't fucking talk to my son. Da, 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 da. I never seen my mom go off on somebody so bad that she didn't even know. So bad. It was horrible. But this is why, kids, you don't answer the phone and say that your parents aren't home. But yeah, that was, you know, looking back on it now, it was, it's hilarious. But back then, you know, it was pretty serious because who knows who that was on the other end of that phone. Um, so it's just something to think about. But it, it, it just brought back a funny memory. So after that, Jackie finally shows up to babysit. Finally. She can't get, she, the kids won't let her in the house. They're messing with her. So she says that she obviously knows how to get in the house. She walks away from the front door. They think she's going to the back door. They lock the back door. They're hiding by the back door. She apparently snuck in through a window somewhere and uh, sneaks up behind them and scares the crap out of them, which is hilarious. Then we head back to the restaurant. Roseanne wants some more coffee, but the waiter is nowhere in sight. So, in typical Roseanne fashion, she gets up and gets the pot herself. And on her way back to the table, she tops off a few other customers. 
On her way out, Patsy stops by the table again to give Roseanne her new number and to say thank you. We come to find out that Roseanne was the inspiration for Patsy to go back to school. Unfortunately, her going back to school inevitably led to her divorce. Roseanne is, you know, like, what, are you trying to pin your divorce on me? And she's like, no, absolutely not. Like, I pin that completely on Bob. You know, she apparently made it very clear that she wanted to go back to school once he was done with whatever he was doing. And um, then when the time finally came, he had a problem with it. So they decided to go their separate ways. So after that, she walks away and uh, you can see that Dan's kind of visibly upset. He, uh, he starts having a conversation with Roseanne. Well, you and Patsy must have had some talk at barbecue. Yeah, you men missed it. You were all off talking about the proper way of stacking charcoal briquettes. <laughs> Rosie, you never told me you still thought about writing. Yeah, I think about that, and I think about traveling, you know? There's lots of stuff I still want to do. Oh. Does that bother you? No. Well, I mean, you got a lot of stuff you want to still do, too, right? Sure. Well? Well, I mean, you know... What if what you want to do isn't what, what I want to do? Well, we will work it out somehow. Well, what if we can't? I mean, you wouldn't pull no patsy on me, would you? You mean walk out? Yeah. Dan, I'm here because I want to be here. I'm not going no place. I love you. Yeah, what about down the line? Well, we don't know what's going to happen, but, you know, whatever would happen, we will work it out together. Yeah, I guess so. Oh, face it. This marriage is like a life sentence with no hope for parole. <laughs> Wanna dance? I thought you'd never ask. So Dan finally gives in. He sees that, you know, maybe these little things, giving in to these little things is what keeps the marriage working, what keeps it going, these compromises. It's all about compromise. It's what love is. Marriage isn't all, you know, roses and uh, fairy dust. You know, it takes work. It's not easy. Um, you're not always going to be smiling and happy. This isn't some lovey-dovey TV family. This is about as lovey-dovey as it gets. When, uh, when they realize that how much they really do care about each other and that it's those little things that matter. So they finally get home. The house is trashed. Kids and Jackie are all sleeping on different pieces of furniture in the living room. TV's still on. And uh, Dan and Roseanne give each other a hug, leave everybody where they are, and head off to bed. So that's it. Season 1, Episode 3, another great episode. They're still feeling each other out, but um, they're starting to build that chemistry and looking good on screen. We got, uh, we're got 3 for 3 in the corn department. We'll see how long this lasts, because I have no idea if it's true or not. It's just an urban legend, something I heard a long time ago. That corn was mentioned in every episode of Roseanne. Don't know how true that is, though. We're going to find out.
Thanks again for listening to Revisiting Roseanne. I apologize for all the ums and the poor audio, more than likely. It will get better. I do promise you. Um, There's another um for you. You're welcome. But stick with us. And like, comment, subscribe, all that jazz. Drop us a line at thepodcastpodcast2 at gmail.com. I know it's funny. It's in the description. Feel free to drop us a line. Let me know what you think. Constructive criticism, always welcome. And uh, like, comment, subscribe. I love you forever. Peace.